Mic check, mic check, can they hear us now? Good! What is up everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Combo's Court. Don't forget to rate, review, punch down on that subscribe button wherever you tune in to the show. And shouts to our sponsor, Prize Picks, the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. Use code COMBO for a first deposit match up to $100. That's right. Use code COMBO for a first deposit match up to $100. That's right. When you use code COMBO, if you put in $100, Prize Picks will match you $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Let's get into it. Leo of Cowbell Kingdom and Basketball Zone. It's been a while, man. What are the vibes? What's up, brother? I'm good. I have a child now. He's 18 months. I heard he's lefty. He's a lefty, man, just like you. So I'm excited for the baseball stuff to come along, for the <laughs> left-hand side steps. Man, I can't wait for that. Maybe a few dunks eventually? You never know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's shift to the NBA. Roller coaster season for the Lakers. Roller coaster season for your Kings as well. But, you know, when the Lakers have one of those, everybody's talking about it all the time. We will get to your Kings. 19-point performance by LeBron James. Comeback victory on the Clippers. LeBron gets a stop on Kawhi at the end there. What did you make of it? He's Superman, right? He put the cape on that guy. He's so old, but it doesn't matter because he takes care of his body so well. He invests so much money. And people, all the LeBron lovers are texting me, see, Jordan couldn't do that at that age. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But Jordan didn't have the modern day technology, the, the you know, uh, all the money that is invested. Like, well, that's not that's not LeBron's fault. I'm, I didn't say it was LeBron's fault. It's just a whole different era. And I just appreciate his greatness for what it is. And you appreciate MJ's for what it was. And you just go by by arrows, man, because I, I just hate how they continue to com- you know compare these two guys. But they're both so great. And LeBron's the goat of this generation. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep into a Jordan-LeBron conversation, but nobody can have a nuanced conversation when it comes to those two. It can never be nuanced. Every side is so polarized. You could be yeah. a LeBron hater one day. <laughs> you could be the biggest LeBron fan the other day and have a similar take on, on those both of those days. 100%. And... To your point about them being inconsistent, they are. But uh, I'm going to be interested to see what the others do. He Last night, he talked about injuries and then finally being together. Cam coming back. You know, they still don't have, um, what's his name? The uh, long defender. But you know what? I still don't think they're a top six team, in my opinion. It's interesting. That five to ten is really interesting, actually. Um, the Kings are in there somewhere. Do you mm-hmm. think they'll escape the play-in? I think they'll be a top six team when it's all said and done. Okay, tell me more. So we have Phoenix, New Orleans, Dallas, and the Lakers, right? Those are four teams you're competing against. Obviously, they don't they don't play well against New Orleans. New Orleans just have a, a swept in this year. The matchups are tough for them. You know, they have to deal with a guy like Bi and Zion. Um, but when it comes to Dallas and Phoenix. I just think they have their number. They match up so well against those teams, and they'll just run them out the gym, if I'm being honest. 
none of those teams can really compete against the bonus. And then when you add the Aaron Fox, the playoff factor, it depends, right? Are you getting Spones from last year in the playoffs? Or are you getting Spones right now, who is, as Perkins likes to say uh, yesterday, an MVP candidate uh, who people went crazy for? I understand why people were rolling their eyes. I, I, I agree to that extent. He, he's not on that level. But if you just base it on pure stats, he has to be in the conversation. But uh, yes, he's not on the Jokic, Luka impact level. Like, like, let's not get things twisted. And that's not what Perkins said. He just said, if we're talking stats, he's averaging damn near a triple-double. How do you not put him in the conversation? But yes, I think they're better than Phoenix and they're better than Dallas. And I do think they're better than the Lakers. They match up better. They've been destroying the Lakers for a long time now. So I, I don't see how they're their depth and their age can compete against the Kings in a, in a seven game series, not an MVP, but probably one of the bigger all-star snubs we've seen in a while. Sabonis, that is that's crazy, bro. To not even make the team for cat to make it over him. That was insane to me. And cat was cat. Cat was going so hard in the all-star game, bro. I was in, Indy, you know, I never, <laughs> bro. He go, he goes harder in the all-star game. And it doesn't again in the playoffs, bro. In the play, <laughs> it's crazy. My man was going so hard. So, so your Kings played against, the Nuggets last night, and not to keep harping. No Fox, on, no, no Fox, Fox, no Fox. But I don't want to keep harping on the LeBron thing. But for one game, for one mm -hmm. game, mm -hmm. who would you take on your basketball team, Nikola Jokic and LeBron? And I know Jokic is the best player in basketball as of now, in my opinion. I think so. But just Me for too. one game, if they get to prepare for it, who are you going with, Jokic or LeBron? Jokic. Okay, he's the best so, player on earth. He's he the is. best player on earth. He's proven it. You know, multiple time MVP last year doing it, doing it big, winning the finals. And then he's just so nonchalant about things, but that's just who he is. That's just, that's his personality. That doesn't mean he doesn't care. I know people will say, well, he wants to go back to Serbia and go ride horses and do what he cares. He puts the work in, even if it's in private. He's not as loud as LeBron James. All LeBron's complaining about people going after his son when it was him that put him on the spot in the first place. So LeBron is always, and I think that's a rope people off the wrong way, right? We can appreciate his greatness, but then some of the stuff he does off the court is what rubs people off the wrong way. And then they, you know, put that into consideration when they're talking about go conversations, which has nothing to do with this. But that's why LeBron's so polarizing in so many ways and why he has so many haters. So we talked about it was a roller coaster season for the Kings as well. And when I look at the Kings, I think their two top players are good enough. I think they have a highly skilled team when you look up and down the roster mm -hmm. with Malik Monk and Keegan Murray and obviously their two best players. And I like their offense. Like, I love teams that play modern style of basketball. My question to you is, are the Kings tough enough to make a deep playoff run? I was just going to say that, bro. They're soft. Mm. I hate hate to admit it, but that team is soft. I don't know where it starts. I mean, I do know. It, it starts with their best players, right? If we're going to talk about every player saying that it starts with leadership, then you got to look at Fox and Sabonis. It starts with those two guys and Mike Brown. Coach of the year, but you know, has he digressed as a coach? You, you you really have to look at that and ask yourself that. Um, I don't know the question to that. Their offense has gotten worse, their defense hasn't really gotten that much better from last year. Uh, other teams got better. Obviously, last year some teams were injured and you got away with some some stuff, but they're still in the conversation. Uh they're still a top six team to me. They're half a game out, like fifty, I think. So they're they're right there in the midst of things. It's gonna come down to execution and the others, right? De'Aaron Fox early in the year was having the true MVP season. His first thirty games was averaging thirty points a game, like six, six assists, 
five rebounds, was putting up shade shade numbers pretty much. But no, but nobody talked about that, which is what bugs me the most. Um, and he has to get back to that level. What happened? Do you think? Where, where did it flip? He got injured. Ah, uh, okay. You know, he had a he has a big shoulder injury, and that really occupied him from not attacking as much. So he settled for a lot of three point shots, which he was making. Right. Like he he was at some point he was taking eight, eight threes a game, making 40 percent of them, which was freaking crazy to see where he started from. Right. Which was one of the worst three point shooters to now being like a really good shooter. But one of his weaknesses and it's, and it's his only real weakness is his free throws. Both him and Luca. I don't know what it is. Lack of concentration at the free throw line. Why they miss so many free throws, but are able to make such tough shots at a high level and be so efficient. It makes no sense to me. It's always the opposite. Right. Where. You either don't have a mid-range or you don't have a three-point shot. So it translates to not having free throws. He's the opposite. Like, he'll come up to you, bam, 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 pull up on the midi. Excellent, super efficient, like yeah. high effective field goal percentage. And then he'll shoot 70% from the free throw. Like, it, it makes absolute – I've never seen that in my life from anyone in, ba- in basketball history. Yeah, another struggle that much. Another reason why it doesn't make sense because he got great touch. Like if you just look at his finishes, I mean, he's an approved finisher either hand. No, he's one of the best finishers in basketball. Yeah, super skilled either hand. That's something he's definitely worked on from the beginning of his career because he didn't have all that craft. Like we always thought about speed, but the thing that impresses me about him is just like the options as a finisher. Exactly. So why is his free throw so bad? I I don't know. Is his, his shooting coach? They're they're working on it every time we're at practice. Obviously, I feel like he's doing some some type of a tinkering to a shot, or if it's his work footwork, I don't know, bro. Like it's it's just weird to me. You know, you love the draft stuff, and your team got to play against Jaime. What it was two games ago, I think. I mean, we could talk about it. Also, that might have been where some of the lack of toughness might have showed through with the Kings, 1, but. 000%. But just watch. I, I, I was with Coach Rob Fedor, right? We're sitting next to each other. That's my I'm guy. Watching, yeah, watching Kings and Heat on Monday. And he's like, dude, you guys are just not tough enough. And we're the opposite of that. Like, we're so tough. Even though we got seven players, like, you guys got to go. You have guys going balls out, like Caleb, who went to UNR, you know, my school. You know, you have Highsmith, who's just, when you have both of those guys are crashing the boards or cutting they're doing all the little things, going for the 50-50 ball, which Fox talked about. Like, they beat us to every 50-50 ball. That's an Eric Spolsa team. You know, like, there's just tough. And they didn't have Jimmy. So, right. I wasn't, like, I wasn't even that mad just because I know it's that heat culture is real and that that team's just going to play so hard. And people, oh, they lost to a bad team. But it's like, just give them credit. Like, they made hella tough shots all game long. Would you be surprised if they win the East again? Literally, was talking about that on my my podcast last night. I was like, "Damn, like we, we talk about everybody every year except the Heat, and we always make the same mistake, right?" Like, I, it would not shock me because at the end of the day, I know Jimmy Butler is not like he's so nonchalant about the season. But let's not kid ourselves. The guy's a top five player when the playoffs start. Hundred percent. He just switches a switch that no one that I've never seen in my life. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Why do you think you know you love the draft? You always talk about the draft when that time of year comes up. Why do you think Jaime slipped so far? I mean, he is just such a complete basketball player. The guy is so fun to watch. Obviously, being Mexican American, he's putting us on the map, man. A nice representation there. I, I was talking to coach about it, and before the Kings game, he said he was struggling. But he, that he got back to some core values. He, you know, being a rookie, it's always up and down. And he and he talked about discipline. 
and habits, right? We always talk about habits with Coach Ralph Fedor. And some of the habits have, during the stretch of his struggles, they were kind of off, he said. And I'm like, damn, like, you're really going to get a get right game against us, Coach? I said, damn it. And he really destroyed the Kings. His footwork is so good. I mean, Jimmy Butler says the best. He plays like a vet. I mean, this, yeah. this dude is so composed. I love Hyman, man. And, does he uh, ha- does he have a like a glaring weakness? I mean, if you if we want to get technical, I I guess the speed and the explosiveness, but you don't really need that when you're so, as yeah. you say, crafty. Like right, right. He can't speed him up. He's what six seven, six right. eight. Right. Like he's a big kid. He he loves the game. Man, I, I'm super impressed. The fact that the Lakers had 17. A guy that played right in his backyard, and they went with the other guy. I don't even know his name, Shafino. Yeah, or, yeah uh, especially when LeBron needs somebody right now. You know, right? Like, like a like a right. young vet. Right, it makes right. No sense to me how they how that happened. Obviously, Utah thought about it at 16. Um, they obviously Utah's happy with their guy, but 16, 17, and then he was there at 18. He had a great workout with the Heat. It was the perfect match. You know, you mentioned Shea earlier, and I remember doing OKC pods um, probably a couple of years back now already, saying like all they needed was that rim protection to turn that corner um, into contention. I mean, OKC is number two right now. Are you surprised by their season? I'm not surprised at all. I, I've been saying Shea has been better than John Moran for two years now, and people were laughing at me. I was just like, just just actually watch him play. I know they sat him out a lot because they're trying to tank and, and get good draft picks. But I said, every time Shea plays, that team is so competitive with like a bunch of nobodies. That's right. how good Shea is. And I saw for two whole years, and even when they were super bad, I'm like, dude, if you're facing OKC, it's not going to be an easy win. And now that he has more talent around him, he's showing why he's so special. Um, God, I mean, he's... And and it's, the funny thing is, I wasn't high on him coming out of the draft, right? Like, I was like, man, he has so many weaknesses. He's not that fast. His shot is, ugh, I said, but he's worked on all those intricacies of his, his game, and he's and he's you know really polished them. And now he's an MVP candidate. You know he's he's Fox, but more consistent. So that's what that's the next level that Fox has to take for an entire season to to get to the level where where he is as an individual player. Um, so, but yes, SGA to me is right there with Luca in terms of best. You know, point guards. I don't know what you want to call these guys, right? Like they're. I don't they're, know what they're, he. I don't know what. He I, is. I don't know what they are, but they're really damn good, and they're MVP candidates. Outside of Denver, who do you think has the best chance to win the West or challenge Denver? Is it them? Is it another team? So let's just put this out the way: Denver is the best team in the West. I hate when people try to. Oh well, this. I'm like, no, Denver is still the team to beat. I mean, they're the team to beat on either side. I've seen like lists Facts. where the Celtics are above the. I don't know, above the Nuggets. Not. I don't see that. I think because you can't just go by this regular season. You have to no, go by what we saw last playoffs. You know, because they've been banged up as well, right? Like, right, yeah, you have to take that into consideration. And they still got the best player on earth. So for people to say oh, the Clippers are the best team in the West, the Wolves, I'm like, what? How? Like, all we know is that Cat don't perform in the playoffs and that Rudy gets right out performs the really well. Court. He performs really well <laughs> in, in all-star, all-star game. game. <laughs> really well. Right. And then Rudy Gobert is uh, nowhere to be seen in the playoffs because you, you just can't have him out there. And that's that's interesting to, to think about. Will they be able to play both guys consistently? I don't think they will. I think one or the other will be out there as the five 
on that team on the top side and done because you have to downsize in the playoffs. Um, but yes, who will compete against that team? Oh man, it's tough, bro. It's, it's super wide open. I guess health wise, which is part of basketball, you can't turn off it like on 2K. There's no turning off injuries. You have to say the Clippers, but that team scares me in terms of Kawhi getting injured. The fact that James Harden still can't get to the rim. And we saw the game against the Kings on Sunday night on national television. All you really got to do is put someone on James Harden to pressure his ass off the court. Fox did that, took him out the game, and they took out the Clippers out of their sets. Like, that's what they're going to do. When teams have more time to scout you and prepare for you, that's what they're going to do. And I don't trust James Harden in the playoffs. What have you made of Keegan Murray's development this year? Still a very young player. His defense has been so elite, bro. I, I, I'm so surprised. I didn't see it on tape and on this college tape. He was nowhere near that type of player. Kudos to the Kings for drafting him and, and you know, drafting him over some of the younger guys in that draft class. Um, his three-point shot has struggled, right? His his offensive game at times have struggled. He, he He's had explosive games. I think he had 47 points against the Pistons about uh, a few months ago. But that's why the Kings have been so up and down, why they're not a top three team this year, is because the others, even though Sabonis and Fox have had career years, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and, and uh, Kevin Herter, your other three starters, have been bad all year long. Like, you, you can't have three of those starters not play well. Like, you have to have three good players at all time. And although Monk has been exceptional, he's still your sixth man. Like, you need mm -hmm. one of those starters to always you know, play well and play up to whether it was supposed to. When they're playing below average basketball, that's why you're, what, the fifth, sixth seed right now. All right, let's end with this, Leo. Your all-time Kings starting five. Mm. That's tough. Uh, Mike Bibby, De'Aaron Fox, Peja, Weber, and even though I don't like DeMarcus Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins. Wow, so so Bibby over Jason Williams? Mm hmm Okay. It's I like clutch, the, bro. He's I clutch. I, yeah, better player. I'm not bad at it. I just like the fun yeah. fact. I just like the fun factor of Jason Williams. <laughs> <laughs> He's fun. He's fun. Uh, um, and who was your five? So uh Demarcus. Yeah, I mean Demarcus is Oh wait. I, I kept some bones out of this. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was, I was about to get to that. Like Demarcus's peak. Take, take that back. Take that back. I, I'll put some bones. In there. I don't know. The, the, I mean, it, Demarcus's peak was. I mean, that guy was really good, man. He was dominant. Yeah, he was dominant. Like he just never made anybody better because he. That's true. Yeah, he can't be your best player, right? And we always talk about role optimization. Some guys are not meant to be ones or twos. But if that guy was your second, third best player, man, we, we'd be talking differently about him right now. Yeah, Page underrated. Page is so, I mean, you, you have to put Page in there. I mean, he, he's the guy that's going to stretch out. The, and, you know, Jokic just talked about this, right? He said, what's what's the player that you like to play in this modern-day basketball? He said, Page. Page was an all-star back then. He'd be so much better now. And I agree. Funny thing, his son's playing on Stamp on with, uh, with yeah, Stanford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. and Turkoglu would be great. I mean, they were both great in their own years, but now they'd be like featured. They they'd be featured like six ten, like yeah, with yeah. that type of skill and that mobility. Man, that shit would have been fun. Leo, great stuff. You're always welcome back on the show. Where can we find you? Social media, everywhere else. They can follow me at Cowbell underscore Kingdom. We're at Basketball Zone Official, and let's get the conversation started, man. I love basketball. Leo, talk soon. Appreciate you, bro. All right, brother.